Welcome everybody to episode 53 of the Blow Off Valve podcast. We're your hosts, Alex and Tucker. And for only the second time in the history of the podcast, we're in the same room. <laughs> yeah. um, so the audio might sound a little bit different, and that's why. Um, but uh, we were getting together because Tucker hadn't seen the, uh, mm-hmm. the PPF on the 9-11 since it came back. So it looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah they, they did a really good job. I, unfortunately, I can't shout out the shop because I don't really want to give... <laughs> It would give away where we live, Uh, but uh, they did a phenomenal job. Um, But we want to talk about a couple things this week. One uh, was that the, I think everybody, I was, I just, I was just telling Tucker, everybody in my life who knows I'm into cars has sent me this article. Even my mom. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So there was a, and I'm blanking on the name of the ship because I don't know. Felicity Ace. Felicity Ace. Yeah. (laughs) Which sounds like. Like a show on FX. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Buffy uh, the Vampire yeah. Slayer. <laughs> uh, so, which, interestingly enough, the same ship had transported a bunch of Lamborghinis. That's what I was going yeah. to say. Yeah, so... What the hell's with these guys? I don't know. <laughs> so, this, this ship uh, ended up having... Was it engine trouble or something? I, I forget what started the issue. It might have been a small fire. Yeah. I mean, all I heard of it was that it was just like... Everything's on fire, yeah. and, and we all bailed out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this this ship, which was in the Atlantic, uh, like three hundred miles or something off the coast of Portugal, yeah, uh, ended up basically foundering, uh, and they needed to. The crew was successfully abandoned ship with the help of the Portuguese Coast Guard, which was good. No one was hurt, yeah. but the ship was carrying over I think eleven over eleven hundred Porsches. Yeah. 186 Bentleys, yeah, some, some VW, number of VWs and Audis, and, some number of maybe Lamborghinis as well. Yeah, so so they uh, the ship is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's it was more on fire this morning when I saw an updated picture. So I got a call from my service advisor, my <laughs> yeah. sales associate, and yeah. he said your car is in the Atlantic yeah. on fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? Which, yeah, <laughs> I can't imagine. That. So the, the the thing about this story is like <laughs> right now with the the inventory shortage yeah. and so many people, you know, waiting for months and months after they order a car to get it. Yeah. You know, it's so to, it to, feel to so fumble terrible. the ball on the one yard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, like what? You're excited, it's finally getting transported. I know. thought I, you know, because I custom ordered my Tycon and right. I honestly thought to myself if I had waited eight months, right? Could I do this again? I mean, yeah. presumably they're going to like accelerate production and yeah, and fix this. But you know, in this for now market with the yeah. microchip shortage and stuff, I mean, for some of those cars, maybe that's like, well, you know, the catch is this time you don't right. get your matrix LED lights because we just don't have chips for that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be really frustrating. I know, and the the. Well, and, and it sounds like so. Matt Farah, the host yeah, of Smoking yeah, yeah. Tire, he, that's where that tweet came. Yeah, his, so he, he had ordered a, a Boxster Spider that I think he was actually planning to send to Demand Motorsport, which is a company in New York that builds these four and a half liter, basically drop in plug and play engines, and they're yeah. supposed to be crazy. That was his plan. Yeah. His spider was on this That's, ship. How crazy is that? Yeah. And so he, yeah, the sad thing was. I'm sure a lot of those people were like, oh, 
It can't be. It can't be, it can't mine. be my car. Yeah. Like, what, is, what the hell are the odds well, of that? The, <laughs> the sad thing was, like, he... So he'd been teasing that he had bought something really cool. Yeah. And he finally revealed on his podcast, like, last week what it was. <laughs> and he was all excited about it, understandably. And, and so mm-hmm. now it's charred. <laughs> I mean, presumably, yeah. it's all tall of that. I mean, lost. there was some... If I think had, a tanker that participated yeah. in helping with the rescue operation, and they had like a little tiny picture of this thing, and there were yeah. billowing clouds of smoke yeah. coming out. And then right. we were just talking before we got on that we right. got some updated photos. It's worse. And there's like a ring of yeah. char yeah. <laughs> around that whole right. Yeah. Well, so. and you mentioned like if there were Tycons on board, which there were, and those batteries. Like, that's a different kind of fire. It's a different kind of fire. Those are lithium fires. Yeah, they last for hours. You know, we we talked about that when we had that story about the Tycon that crashed in Houston. Like, that was... The, yeah. two, the two guys were killed, and that thing burned for oh, yeah, yeah, that, a long that time. Model S, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and here's the kind of question, because I was... Like you said, I mean, you know, Renless, the Tycon Forum, every mm-hmm. forum, this is just all over there. Yeah, it's yeah, b- yeah. bonkers. But there was some questions about, you know, so when they, and I don't know a lot about this, but presumably if you take on an internal combustion engine car on one of these ships, you, you probably don't have like the tank completely full because yeah. that's like a fire risk. But right. with an EV battery, you know, yeah, you might have it a low charge but mm-hmm. you still have all the chemical is still there yeah is there and so if that went from you know ev to ev mm-hmm. i mean i'm kind yeah. of amazed that thing doesn't have a hole in the bottom. yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's still yeah. floating no it's it's i think it's just a matter of time but it it was really sad for all those owners who've yeah, been waiting sucks. months to, I mean, to get well this has happened before yeah. and interestingly it was the was it the GT two RS two RSs that went yeah, down? Yeah, so so there were um, f- I think it was four or five GT two RSs that were bound for Brazil, Brazil, and the ship went down. I, I forget. I think it was in a storm, or I forget exactly what happened. But the, the the interesting part of that story was that the production had already ceased on the GT two RSs. Those were some of the last ones to go out, and. So they, this was a couple of years ago, and so Porsche, to make it right with the, the buyers, which presumably if you were ordering a new GT2 RS, you're one of their preferred customers. Yeah, so you, you got to fix this. Right. To make it right with them, they restarted the production yeah. line just to make five more GT2 RSs. Which is pretty impressive. Which is pretty so, cool. Because people were talking on the forums about, well, well they can make you know seven well, seven hundred yeah. Tycons a week. So. Yeah. Well, Matt Matt Ferris said they were he was still he was in communication with his dealership and they are still waiting to hear from Porsche about what Porsche is going to do. I'm sure they're going to let yeah. them jump the queue and yeah, I would respect. So. And, it's just unfortunate, but it's just crazy. So it does kind of bring up some interesting you know discussion points with shipping evs and mm-hmm. i mean the 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 truth is they probably should be less of a fire risk yeah so like you said maybe it was an engine issue that started mm-hmm. it but yeah you know once they get going they're plenty of risk. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 interesting Unfo- so. super unfortunate you know we can joke about this because nobody got killed yeah um, and it's you know it's just it's just stuff yeah but it is just to think back on, you know, if you've waited 
you obviously had to make plans mm -hmm. to put in an order. You might have had to have waited to get the order, the allocation. Yeah. Then you, you know, vacillated on how you're going to spec mm -hmm. it. And then you finally came to a consensus. Right. It's on its way. It's left the port of Edmund. And right. you're like, oh, it's here. It's going to be here. And then yeah. it's well, and I'm, gone. <laughs> right. I, the other thing, I'm, I'm, and I'm speculating on this, but I do, the other thing that would have been really tragic is if someone had done European delivery and driven oh. the thing to the port and gotten to enjoy it for like 300 miles or whatever. And it's like, I love this. This is the greatest. And now, yeah, now it's scrap at the bottom of the ocean. Oh. It'll but, be, I'm really interested to see if they can put the fire out and tow the ship back because I mm. I'm kind of morbidly curious to see like with what does it look like yeah. in there. Did I, anything survive it? I mean, yeah. with the amount of smoke damage, I wouldn't. I don't yeah. think I'd want that car. Right. Well, the insurance. Uh, whoever's insuring that shipping company is going to get a big hit because well, yeah, the, they're the going to fight over it because the, they're going to say no, yeah. it was your EVs yeah. that started it. Yeah. No, it was your engines that yeah. started. <laughs> well, the the Bentleys alone supposedly were valued over like thirty million dollars. And then if there's 1,100 Porsches, you figure, you know, average cost around 100000 If it's a mixture yeah. of, like, 911s, Taycans, yeah. Macans, et cetera. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, my I God. think I read somewhere where <laughs> it's it was a in, lot. like, the 200 millions in total value. And like, yeah. Way more value than the ship itself. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Yeah, the ship's the, the ship's cheap part. The cheap part, you know, yeah. so. What was interesting to, to me, too, is that <clears throat> the massive ship, obviously carrying tons of inventory, and there were like 13 crew members it for the entire ship. It's crazy how few people they can operate these things yeah, with. Yeah, it was, I mean, I, I guess ultimately, like, the function of the ship is not, yeah. once it's underway, it's not that complicated. Yeah. You need yeah. some people navigating, some people doing the basic yeah. functions. And I was like, 13 people for but, a gigantic ship seemed crazy. You know, and I did... I remember back when I was waiting for my Taycan to get delivered, I just kind of went down the rabbit hole on YouTube <clears throat> and was watching just the procession of getting things on and off these ships. Oh, yeah. And how, you know, they'll they'll fill it up with a bunch of cars, but then, at, you know, the last minute, Caterpillar's like, hey, can we get one of these cranes on? It needs to go across the oh, Atlantic in yeah. there. And then they're trying to be like, oh, okay, we can move all these cars over here. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. we'll pull these deck plates and move those over there to make room. Yeah. And it's yeah. just, it's crazy I, that this happens every week. Yeah. And that there are cars floating back and forth between mm -hmm. continents. It's yeah. nuts. <laughs> it's, it's fascinating. I, I have this, I don't, an inexp like, I could care less about, like, boats in general. Like, you know, bass boats, fishing boats, whatever. Yeah. But there's something absolutely fascinating to me anytime I see a large ship, like a yeah. tanker or a large cargo ship. I think it's just the scale of it. It's How freaking the huge these things yeah, are. Yeah, it's like 20 of your homes put together. Yeah, when, we, were, bigger. when we went to a meeting a few years ago in Savannah, Georgia, I, there's some port or something there. And there were, outside our hotel, you could watch them coming through, like, going out to sea. Yeah. And... The uh, some of the ships I went to there, I'm just like, God, like it was it is just, fascinating. I just found it fun it? to watch because you're like, This people made this, people made this gigantic moving thing, and then, like you said, and you're telling me there's only five people on that thing, yeah, it's kind of yeah. crazy because you assume yeah. at the scale you'd have hundreds of people on well, it. Well, and you start reading about the physics of it, and and you're like, Okay, this thing displaces 
how many thousands of tons of water yeah. and it's oh, kind of but it's magic. It's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's amazing. It doesn't sink. Yeah. Um, so. But anyways, that was a bit of a boat digression, but I, I find yeah, it really yeah, yeah. fascinating. It doesn't happen often, fortunately. Um, but kind of the main thing we want to talk about this week, you, you had sent me an article about yeah, like a week Teslas, ago. yeah, that that there was a, a a lawsuit against Tesla, or there's a recall, yeah, because like four hundred some thousand. Um, let me pull up here. It was like four hundred some thousand Teslas, um, pretty much had been recalled. Yeah. Four hundred sixteen thousand vehicles had been recalled due to a kind of unexpected braking Phantom application. Braking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you know, and so the the reason I wanted to talk about this because it's uh, it's an interesting piece um, in terms of vehicles in general today. So, as consumers, we have this expectation that, and and rightfully so, that the cars have gotten safer. Right. Like when you look back at a car from the fifties, I mean, we're talking like we're going to put two big rails of steel. Yeah. And that's it. And, you got and, a lap belt, and, and good you luck. you know, fifteen miles an hour, you're all dead. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> So we've we've definitely made improvements since then, and a lot of that has come from <clears throat> crumple zones, engineering, mm-hmm. um, and now we're getting into like software right. that adds safety and adds. It's not a simple physics thing of yeah. Here's you an hit airbag. This tree. Here's a belt. Yeah. Here's like a a, a, ch- a chest belt. Yeah. It's, now we're we're gonna rely on inputs. Yeah. That can kind of like take over your car. Right. They'll slam on the brakes. They know better than you in theory. Yes, in theory. And so so one of the issues with this, and I thought this was fascinating because we, we in general, look at this as a benefit. Mm -hmm. And we think, oh, it's great to have this software. Um, I, I want a modern car because it has these things. I'm trucking around kids. Like, presumably all of this is a, a good idea, but <clears throat> one of the things uh, I saw that similar morning was a lawsuits that had been filed against. I mean, we're not even talking Tesla here. We're talking like uh, Subaru mm-hmm. for things as simple as um, like when they're backing up, you get the camera that comes on, <clears throat> but then like the whole system dies. Yeah, and you can't see anything. You can't get to adjust your heating. Mm-hmm. You can't turn that camera back on or off. Yeah. And so there were these settlements that were coming out of manufacturers for, you know, what you and I might think like, oh, the <clears throat> Apple TV stopped working. That's what I, that's what and, I, and it's rebooted, but I, I whatever, who cares? Yeah. It's just my TV. Well, now it's your car. Well, as an aside, that's, <clears throat> that's what I find so interesting about a willingness to just rely on all these camera systems because like there are supercars that are coming out, and even like some regular cars, where like you can't really see out the back of them, no, yeah, because of the styling or whatever. Yeah. And so it's like <clears throat> your rearview camera is your camera. So the C8 Corvette, the rearview camera when you put it in reverse, pops up on the rearview mirror as like a, and that I see that's it because yeah, yeah, yeah. the you way the literally the way the C8 stopped, you can't see out the back. <clears throat> So you're completely reliant on that camera being an accurate oh, yeah, representation yeah. of what's behind you. Yeah, before I came over here, I was, um, you know, the Tycon case in point. It's not great visibility out of the back of that. And I went to pick up some coffee and I was backing up. And, and all of a sudden, this like Taurus was just flying down the parking lot, like yeah. 25 miles an hour. Like, 
the hell are you doing? It's a parking lot. Right. But, um, you know, I caught it because I literally cranked my head around. I mean, I, yeah. I wouldn't have seen that on the camera either. Right. Yeah, because um, the camera the camera is only seeing what's in its yeah. field of view. You know, you can see, you yeah. know, 50 feet out of the way yeah, yeah, when you're yeah. looking. And so it, the, 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 I don't mean to derail that part of the conversation, but like the, the over-reliance on cameras where it's like, we're not going to have rear-view mirrors on our car. We're yeah. just going to have cameras. It's yeah, just bingo. Like, and that's, and I, I don't want to like get into all the details on this because I don't know that I'm, I fully understand, but I'm piecing this together that, so I remember Elon saying, I think it was like LiDAR he doesn't like. Right, um, yeah. So he wanted to rely mostly on cameras for a lot of this navigating. Especially stuff. the Model 3. That was the way they made it cheaper. Yeah, and so yeah. that so that makes sense, but... So then the issue is, if you're in, you know, the northern parts of the country where it gets to be a disaster and you got salt all over the roads, that salt gets on your cameras. Yeah. My, my and, rear view camera is nearly unusable on my BMW. Oh, for sure. And, and so the problem is, if, if you were going to operate that vehicle only in like Arizona mm-hmm. or San Francisco <laughs> or something, yeah, you, you could probably rely maybe only on optics. Right. But if you're, I, from my perspective, <clears throat> it seems like it's better to have redundancy with different yeah. systems, because if you rely on one, or let's say you make the change at a certain point in the model year, mm-hmm. and you haven't really adjusted the software, yeah. but you're like, well, we'll just exit that segment of code and just assume that all this will be okay, yeah. well, then you get cars brake checking people. Right, you yeah. Know, 85 miles an hour on the interstate. Right, yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah. not good, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, that, that's the thing that, that's the thing that worries me is, is it, if you have software that doesn't really, either it works in an unexpected way or it works correctly, but it doesn't really account for like normal human driving habits then you're going to end up with like stuff like this. Like I've talked before, you know, and, and yeah, Tesla's not, Tesla's who this story is about, but yeah, but the, but this everybody, article reference, everybody other, has adaptive cruise yeah, control options of this stuff. And, and with some of these adaptive cruise control systems, like I would never, I, we were, we were talking about this with, you know, some car options that you and I had been talking about is like, I would never for like a sports car or something like that. I would, Adaptive cruise control seems nice, but I would never get like lane keep assist and crap. Yeah, it's no, just it's as... just case in point, you know, on my Taycan when I spec that is interesting. When I first got the car, had really no no issues with that. Mm-hmm. Now, after a software update that they did a really big one, maybe a year ago, mm-hmm. once in a while when I'm driving, I don't know if it's the lane keep or what, I'll just get once in a while a flash, like a red warning, like, you know take over control of the vehicle and I feel the steering wheel shake a little bit like it's yeah. somehow it was it like quickly engaged and then disengaged or something yeah. without me inputting anything in, a, in an unexpected manner or yeah. and so I guess the point of this is these things these are are making cars safety but the safety that we're gaining today seems to be predicated a lot more on software yeah that's that's driving the advancements yeah. in 
even with, let's say they, you know, when they come out with a new platform and they do all this testing, you don't see some of that probably in 10,000 miles of testing. Mm-hmm. That once you've got a fleet on the road of 2 million vehicles, right. you do start to see that. Now, right. I would this say... This is like a basic <clears throat> software thing, too. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a big video game player, and with a lot of the video games I play... There are bugs in various. Oh yeah, we see this game. in all sorts of things, right? And and they're like, well, we didn't see this in all our testing. It's like, well, you have twenty QA testers yeah. that played a thousand oh. hours each. Okay, fine. Well, now you have ten million players playing. Yeah, hundreds of them. We've teased it out at this yeah. point. So, a couple of points that I wanted to make. <clears throat> I do actually think Tesla's probably in a better position than maybe most of the legacy manufacturers to deal with this because their cars might have error logs. Yeah. You know? And they also are much better at software in general than a lot yeah, of Yeah, hundred percent. And so they might be able to look at those error logs remotely, mm. but for like me to take my Tycon and they're going to plug it in and they're right. going to say, there's no error, error log. And mm-hmm. I just have to tell them, okay, well, this is what, Here's happened. what happened. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, We'll note Sounds it. weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then probably nothing changes. Right. You know? yeah. So, but that's my other point is these updates that we get. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants these over there updates. Yeah. And and I kind of have felt the same way. Like, yeah, it would be nice if my car improved Evolved over time. Bit. Yeah. At least didn't get worse, maybe. Right. Like, so I think there's an argument to be made for over there updates that fix bugs. Yeah. But Things that fundamentally... Crucial functions. Change those functions. Yeah. Even if you're telling me you've optimized them, the odds are, in, mm-hmm. in my personal experience in life, you've, you've introduced new bugs. Right. And so there's some people, I think a good majority of people on a lot of car forums that, that seem to advocate for the over-the-air updates, but once in a while, I'll, you know, I'll see a software engineer chime in and say, you know what, I don't want them messing with my car Yeah. because I do 90 miles an hour in this thing mm-hmm. in the interstate, yeah. and I just don't want it to change. I think Because if it's working fine yeah. since the day I bought it, yeah. I don't want you introducing unexpected bugs that might cause... Yeah, an issue that... Rare cataclysmic yeah. failures. Yeah, well, it's, it's one of those things like, you know, if someone that knows how the sausage is made doesn't eat the sausage, <laughs> that's, that's pretty telling. That's pretty telling. When I know. read that, I, the knee-jerk is to say, absolutely, I, I would love for these updates. But, right. you know, look at... I think the... So for... For Tesla, it's maybe different because they've really architected the cars around this and mm-hmm. they can maybe make these improvements. But with the legacy manufacturers, I'm getting a sense that there's a higher likelihood that they will put in bugs yeah. that are going to maybe make things worse. Yeah. And it's then actually really hard to back communicate to them mm-hmm. what happened because... Yeah. You know, there's not like there's a not software a recording going on yeah. that's going up to a cloud and out to Tesla. And right. Like, oh, yeah, we are seeing all these yeah. issues. Like, we'll get it fixed next week. Yeah. They're, they're, I mean, Tesla is very good at data analysis, and, and the legacy guys, I don't think, have that piece of the puzzle yet. So, like, I for me, this argument is like, there's kind of two lanes. There's the the software doesn't work, and that causes a crash or causes a a usability issue or whatever, and that is a safety problem. 
you know, so that's not making things safer. Mm-hmm. The other component is the software does work pretty darn well, but it's worked so well that now I don't really pay attention. Yeah, fair enough. And yeah. and now because I because you know I'm supposed to keep my hands on the wheel per Tesla per GMC Super Cruise per any you know any manufacturer says you know. This is not full yeah, self-trust. Keep good, your hands on the wheel. You must be point. ready to take control. This uh, is a good point. And if I'm doing that on a 10-hour drive, say I'm driving from Minnesota back home to Oklahoma, and I'm just, I'm, I'm in your Tycon. Say I'm in a, a Tycon that has very good yeah, adaptive drive, yeah, yeah. system. Okay, well, I'm in the middle of Kansas or Missouri, and there's nothing. So I'm just like, daydreaming i'm kind of looking at my phone yeah and then all of a sudden something uh, happens yeah and it's the same control trailer yeah starts to pull out pull on out. the highway right there was a guy in a model x yeah. i think it was it that died because a semi truck pulled out yeah, front he was on full self quote full, full self driving it, mode watching disney movies and and be, i guess suppose they think because of like the color of the tractor trailer or something yeah it, just it didn't, didn't differentiate it from the sky and so he just plowed right into it, however fast he was going. Sad, very sad story. This was years ago. Yeah, years ago. And, you know, but that kind of stuff can happen. And so, like, and, and humans are very good when they're actively engaged in a task and, and yeah. continue to be actively engaged. But yeah. when you're, when you are just kind of, I know, you know, and we're already, making sure the machine doesn't break down. Yeah, it's and not you know, good. We're, and we're in this kind of halvesies world mm-hmm. where it's like, we're at a point where you don't have to like fully drive the car. It can kind of drive itself. Yeah. But we're definitely not at a point where you can say it can drive itself. Where you're putting don't the back of your seat down it. and taking a nap. Yeah. And then to pile onto that, we're way more effing distracted. Yeah. Today yeah. with the cell phone, with yeah. the. Oh, on the you know passenger side, I can queue up a Netflix right in the dash. Yeah, for my or I can play, or I can play a mobile game on my center console. You know, like, touch screen. Yeah, it's it's kind of a dangerous time because, um, like you said, humans are I would say pretty good at tasks that are repetitive that require attention. We're not great. Yeah, but then when you tell us. You can kind of mm-hmm. tune out a little. Yeah, we're, we're exponentially well, worse. Think think back to was it Waymo? Um, that in Arizona, do you remember that story from a few years ago? There was a a woman that was oh, a yeah, pedestrian yeah, that was yeah, hit yeah. and killed like a by or pedestrian. Yeah. yeah, it was a pedestrian that was hit and killed by um, yeah, one of these the cars that was doing. Cars extensive self-driving testing we're talking the cars that have the radar on top cameras everywhere and but even those are required to have a person at the wheel in case something goes wrong and the person that was at the wheel was like they had um they looked at their cell phone logs and they had like been sending texts and stuff like basically right up until the the second nearly that the person was hit well and that's the thing like you so it's like this person's being paid to watch the machine, right? I know, and that's just what we do as humans, though. Right. Like I don't, I don't want to f- completely fault the person because yeah. if they've been in the car for like a week and it's like, holy yeah. crap, this does a really good job. Yeah. I'm gonna just send a quick but text here, my, and then my, all of a sudden, I totally under, I totally agree. My point is that 
if a person whose sole job that they're being uh, paid yeah, for saying, is yeah. to pay attention to the car, doesn't pay attention to the car, <laughs> We're screwed then much. like me, who like yeah. paid good money to have a car that had all this fancy capability, you think I'm going to pay attention to the car that much? Like, probably yeah. not. And, and these are all implemented differently. Mm-hmm. Some use radar, some use optics. I mean, some use a combination. So yeah. the software is different. You know, with the, the Tesla thing, if you know, you're signing up to be a beta tester for mm-hmm. this, should we be doing that on public roads? Right. And that's probably not. That's well, that, and that's the problem. This is a this is not a unique argument that I'm coming up with. Like this, this is something that I've heard Matt Ferris say on his podcast numerous times. Um, is that if you want to be a beta tester with your Tesla, and you're willing to take the risk of it not working correctly, that is fine. But actually, what you're doing is saying everyone around me on the road is now also beta testing this software. And so it's one thing if you want to take a risk. If You know, you remember back in college. Yeah, if you're sitting in your basement and you want to take the risk of whatever the hell that is. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably not going to. Yeah. But if you're piloting some land missile that weighs 6,000 pounds and is going 80 miles an hour. Yeah. yeah, It's a different story. Yeah. That's the thing. I... I'm I'm kind of a libertarian that hey if you want to go do X Y or Z and you're only endangering yourself have at it I don't it's your business but like you're not only endangering yourself yeah and it. that's the thing right I mean around here one of the hobbies you used to really like to do or when you were cycling younger, yeah. was cycling mm-hmm. that's not a great idea I mean I no. I am always stunned at the people on back roads here mm-hmm. that are you know sixty mile an hour roads where you've got yeah, F-350s rolling around. Mm-hmm. You got super heavy EVs and, and yeah. they're, they're cycling. It. And there's good, no, and there's no good for you guys, but there's boy, no really runoff makes... area or anything. And, and that's why I stopped cycling on public roads is, is, yeah, and, and then you got, I mean, I'm not trying to pick on teenagers here yeah. because we're all guilty of it, but you got people texting. Yeah. Maybe that's a little bit worse with the younger generation and the yeah. older generation, but it's just not a good combination. No, I mean, all you have to do is drive around a little bit in where whatever city you live and just pay attention look to in other your drivers. Back mirror yeah. And look at where their eyes are. Yeah. And do not be surprised if at the stoplight their eyes are staring down yeah. at their crotch. Right. It's not because they're checking their crotch out. Yeah. Yeah. Because their phone's on. <laughs> yeah. I and I think those sort of things, if people are already doing this sort of stuff in cars that they are completely responsible for piloting. Yeah, who have no self-driving. Then it's going to, yeah. <laughs> so I, I think it's just going to further worsen. And I think until we're in that, as you mentioned, we're kind of in this in-between time where, like, all this technology is almost there. It's yeah, getting there. It's getting but it's there. not there yet. And, it, and it's not happening as fast as they thought it would, which is right. not surprising to me, having no. seen how AI and some of these systems work in real practice. Yeah, it's because the reality is like binary decision making is not, it, it, there are gray zones when yeah. it comes to human interaction and human like yeah. logic. And, 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 and automotive driving is human logic, yeah. ultimately. And, and the truth is at this point, it's cool. Like I'm not going to argue that it is very nifty and very cool. Yeah. And I and I I hope that it succeeds. But I think we also have to hold 
you know, people accountable yeah. and manufacturers, and manufacturers. also ac- accountable yeah. for you. You probably want to do a bunch of testing on yeah. private roads and, you know, closed right. course areas before we're just, you know, pushing this out to people. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I cause if Tesla's the best at being able to do that mm-hmm. and you watch the videos of the corrections that are needed, even right. in like a city area, right. I would be terrified yeah. if Porsche or VW yeah, or yeah. Chevy <laughs> tried to do the same thing. Well, I think it's, it's only going to be worse. I think it's, again, it's, <laughs> I, I think it's very telling that, like, you have Tesla saying, go out and use this full self-driving software, and, and we'll record the data and all that. And that's our, our way to test it, essentially. Whereas you have someone like Waymo, where... You know, they've got freaking... It yeah, looks like yeah, they're storm chasers. Yeah, they got hit all over And they still have someone only doing it in a geofenced area where it's they know that it should operate well, and they still have someone paying Somebody attention to the car. still gets killed. Yeah, and someone still gets killed. It's like, it, it's... And I and I get that... I, I Don't get me wrong. I mean, the pandemic has thrown very much into relief, you know, risk, benefit. Mm-hmm. You walk out your front door, you could get hit by a bolt of lightning. Like, I understand we're talking about yeah. super rare things. Right. But it's different when, you know, your loved one gets killed by a bolt of lightning mm-hmm. and your loved one gets killed by Waymo yeah. mowing you down. Right. It just is different. Right. Well, and, and to get... And, and, and so I want these things to advance. Yeah. Right. But I, I also want probably some limits in place yeah. that protect me and my kid. Yeah, you know. Well, and, you know, and to get back to the story that originally started this conversation, like something as simple as like, why is this breaking? Like, it, you know, it's driving on the highway at seventy five with no one around, and it slams on the brakes. Those sort of like hiccups. I go back to something I've said about like this automated shit since forever. Is like, it's one thing if my laptop freezes and I have to restart it. You know, that's an annoyance. But if my car freezes when I'm on the highway at 75, like what's happening with Tycon. Different story. (laughs) uh, It's a very different story. And so, like, the software running these systems has to be even more bulletproof. And it's just not there yet. So I'm I'm very hesitant to, you know, my wife's car has adaptive cruise control. I've used it on a highway. I get that it is it is super nice to just yeah. hey, the car in front of you slows down, your car slows down. It speeds up, you speed back up until your max speed that you set for it. It's great. It is nice. But when it's almost made to lose control of the car on occasion because of lane keep assist that decides, no, you're going you're you're not going to go in that lane. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's scary. You know, the, I guess the honest truth is, because we were talking about this a while ago, if I was going to respec another Tycon mm-hmm. today, yeah, I don't know that. So their system of like active lane keep and mm-hmm. all of this kind of is encompassed in, in a drive. Yeah. I might actually at most just maybe get adaptive cruise control. That's And yeah. the rest of it, I would just say... No it's less things to go wrong. Yeah. It's it's because if I didn't have that system, I'm I'm suspicious I wouldn't be getting these kind of weird error phantom messages. error messages where the car 
kind of just takes over itself for a second and it freaks me out. Yeah. It's happened super rare and it's... Yeah. But the problem is you don't know why it happened. I don't, it's I like don't this really know. Box. Like, do I have something on that I shouldn't? Am I in right. active lane keep? And right. I, I don't know well, what triggers and, that. It's just very weird. And, and we've talked about it a bit on the podcast before, but like that's, to me, one of the concerns with these AI systems that are just meant to learn from use and data and stuff is th- that's all well and good, but when they make a mistake... You have no way to analyze why they yeah, make Yeah, so a lot of them are kind of a black box. Yes. Yeah. And so, so you might not get detailed, useful info of, okay, so how do we prevent this in the future? And, th- and that's the thing is, if it makes a mistake, if it's predictable and you can work around that, that's one thing. If you can say, like, every time I go to this location and I do this, it screws this up. Okay, fine. Like, you know that's a failure of the system and you just expect it. But when, like, it can happen when you're on the highway or pulling in your parking, your part, the parking lot at work or your garage, like, then it's like, well, shit, I, this could happen any time. Like, that's way more it's, anxiety it's, producing. It's unnerving. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think this is a topic that yeah, it's gonna we will circle back to in the yeah. future. And, you know, if we did this podcast 10 years from now. It'd be very, it'll be very interesting very to see where we're presumably. at. Yeah. Presumably. But <laughs> we'll maybe see. not as different as we expect. As we hope. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that'll about do it this week. Anything else to add? That's great. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, be sure to check us out at the Blofeld Podcast on Instagram. And um, until then, we'll see you next week with some more news and, and uh, in, any interesting topics we come up with. Thanks so much for listening.